Hey, it's Allison from 10K Dollar Day, and you've stumbled upon a vintage episode. That means the audio quality may not be what it should be yet. So make sure you tune in to our new episodes where, you know, I think we're doing much better. Enjoy the imaginary travel. Okay, we're starting the podcast now, but um, everyone just needs to know we've actually been sitting in the same room with microphones up for a, an hour and a half. Yeah. Trying to figure out our sound problems. Yeah. Because we don't have a producer. Because even though last week was better, uh, we still had a lot of issues. Being in the same room, we had a lot of echo. My voice was weird. So I had to go in and really edit it down. And it was long and tedious. So thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> It and, really means and now a lot to us. I can tell that Lulu is being very careful. <laughs> She's like whispering. I don't know what to do. <laughs> hey everyone, I'm Lulu. <laughs> You're so far away from your mic. Is that a choice? I think the last test we did, I was this far away from my mic and now I feel like I have to stay there. <laughs> okay, don't move. Meanwhile, I just introduced myself and you didn't introduce <laughs> yourself. So it just sounded like I say my name randomly. <laughs> I'm Lulu. <laughs> I'm Allison. And this is 10K Dollar Day. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, gosh. So it's been fun. We're here. It's gonna, life is good. Life yes. is good. Um, how's your week been? It has been good. Um, it's been very cold in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, done a little bit of traveling. I had some gigs in uh, Naples, Fort Myers. Oh, all so over that the was place. fun. Yeah. People always make fun of Florida people when they say it's cold, but they don't realize that no one has ice scrapers here. No nope. one has warm or cold weather clothes. Mm-mm. Yeah. So it's a really big deal. Yeah. We're not prepared. My mom had to bring all of her like citrus plants inside before they froze. Oh no. Florida life. Yeah. I don't, I don't even think about that. Oh, you have to bring them in if it's going to freeze. Yeah. What are your obsessions? Um, This week, I've been really obsessed with these hydrogels that I put on my eyes because I've been super tired. Oh, yeah. So I have these hydrogels that I put on from Nerium that like, I don't know, they work with like the warmth of your skin and they like cool and take down the puffiness. So I like Instagram a picture of me wearing them actually this morning because I was about to go to a commercial audition and I looked... Ooh, haggard. So I was like, put them on, sit them on for 20 minutes, and then they take everything away, and you look like you actually got a full night's sleep. Well, that's amazing. I recommend them for all mothers <laughs> or hungover people. Either one. Mm-hmm. You qualify as both sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> What's yours? Um, my obsession this week is with Motown music. Really? Yeah. Oh, because you're doing that show. Well, I am. I mean, it it was, yeah, the catalyst for that is that I'm teaching a Motown show right now right? to some singers. But I go through phases sometimes where I just listen to Motown a lot when I drive. I don't know why. My parents don't listen to Motown music, but I just really love, I dig that Detroit sound. Oh, what's your favorite song? Of all time of Motown? Yeah. That's really hard. Uh, ooh, that's really, really hard. Okay, not favorite. Like your top, one of your top ten. One of my top ten is The Happening by the Supremes. Sing it. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> we don't have the license for that. that yeah, right. <laughs> A 30 second. No, what is it? 15 seconds we do. Yeah. That's cool. I love it. A yeah. lot. And so it's been really fun working with these singers and putting it together. Um, Are you one of those people that like jam out in your car? Or do you just no. listen? So you you listen. I don't jam out of my car, and I also don't sing in the shower. Really? No. I guess I don't normally sing in the shower. People are always surprised that I don't sing in the shower. Yeah. But it's just not a thing I do. I sometimes sing in my car mm-hmm. um, while I'm driving. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> what? Because I'm not singing a lot. Like sometimes I'll be list- like literally listening to a song on the radio and I'll just start singing another song. Oh, so whatever's in your head. Whatever's in my head. I'm not trying to like mash it together. Oh. I just decide to sing you, something But else. you are good at mashing songs together, I will say. Yeah, it is. Um, sometimes that is a marketable skill. Yeah. And sometimes it's not. Right. I enjoy it. 
Yeah, you're really good at hearing one song and being like, ooh, you know, it has the same chord structure. Uh-huh. This other song, they would go well together. I'm good at that. I enjoy that a lot. Yeah. It's good. Mm. I feel like you're being very timid. I'm really nervous about the sound. <laughs> like, so nervous. Anyway. Like, you're you're just very demure and you're I'm, not moving. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm looking at her and she's literally, I'm like, really afraid to move. Um, it's going to be okay. You know, I don't know why I'm worried. You did it's going to be okay. Yeah. If, if it's terrible, it's your job. Yes. All right. So we're back. <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> uh, who cares? Who cares? Uh, do you have a wish list or something that is on your wish list this well, week? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I was thinking about a wish list and I was thinking about what do I wish for? And the first thing I thought of is not a tangible item. I wish that my house was clean. And I know that that's something I could make happen, but it's not something that I'm prepared to do. So it's almost like, what do you wish for if you had a genie in a bottle? And that would be like... You could wish to be able to afford a housekeeping service. That's a good one. Yeah, that's what I wish for. My house is... It's not dirty. It's cluttered. Like... Every person in my house literally walks in and just immediately takes off all of their clothing. It ends up all over the house. (laughs) There are just towels on the floor. It's just like things everywhere. Toys. Like the remote control ends up in the weirdest places. No one puts anything back. Mm -hmm. And it drives me crazy. Yeah, because you're a neat person. Well. I've lived with you. I'm not like super neat. No, no, no. You're not. I'm not dirty. I I am not dirty. Yeah. I just, sometimes if I get busy, things don't go back as well, but. Right. Yeah. But like today, this was the worst. We've had this giant pumpkin. Do you know? From October? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm nervous about We did not carve it, but Uh it was sitting as like, you know, a decoration uh, right when you walk in to the house. And it's huge, huge, gorgeous pumpkin. And it's just been sitting there. And it looks great. It, it never once has looked like it's browning or anything. So in my head, I was like, man, this pumpkin is legit. Like, what kind of steroids is it on? Because it's just lasting. Well, today, I'm getting ready to leave the house. And I'm like, what is that smell? It must be the garbage. Not the garbage. So I'm literally following it around. And I walk over to the front door and I'm like, it smells, oh, maybe it's from outside. So I open the door. No, I don't see anything. And then I turn around and I see this pumpkin. And at the base of the, it still looks amazing. The base of the pumpkin is all this water. I'm like, what is this watery stuff? Meanwhile, because no one can put anything away, there's jackets from, you know, the cold weather just laying on the floor next to this water. So I go to pick up one of the jackets and it's soaked, soaked. And I pick it up and on the underneath, because uh, it's a pink jacket with a white lining, Hannah's. Is this going to gross me out? Maybe. I don't, so I pick it up. Oh, and on the inside, though, where the white is, it's orange. The white part of the jacket is orange and wet. I was like, what is this? And then I looked at that pumpkin. I was like, did that thing like leak? Like is something coming out of it? Because it's the, the clear liquid. So I'm like, okay, let me pick it up. I go to pick it up. It just explodes. <laughs> No, 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 no. Like just falls apart, rancid. And I had to, I had an audition this morning. So I put it down and I called my husband and I said, you need to come home and clean because I have to go. Bye. Allie. So that's what I wish for. Pumpkins were in October. I understand. But you, ha- you have to know this thing looked from the, that, Tells you, never judge a book by its cover. Could be beautiful on the outside. It's rotting on the inside. You're right. I know a lot of people like that. Oh. Welcome to 10K Dollar Day. <laughs> Can you call this episode, This Pumpkin is Legit? Yes. Okay, done okay. and done. Um, speaking of things that gross me out, because that story was terrible. <laughs> um, I was at dinner. This is not like, this is this is not, not a gross, gross story, but it's like a creepy crawly story. Okay. Okay. Um, I explained that to you because I don't like being grossed out. Right. <laughs> and I just needed everyone to be aware. So I go to dinner uh, with a friend, and all of a sudden he stops talking and is staring out, the, like staring behind me. And I said, what's wrong? What's going on? He goes, I don't know what to do because 
the woman behind you, there's a spider on her back. <gasps> oh, yeah. And I go, what? And he goes, there's a spider on her back. So I turn around, and sure enough, there's a spider on her back. And we're like, what do we do? And he goes, we have to tell her, but we can't freak her out. So we're like, how, how do we do it? What do we do? So a waitress comes by, and I pull her over, and I say, excuse me, um, I don't know. I, we don't really know how to tell, but this woman has a spider on her back. We spent so much time trying to figure out how to broach this subject with this woman. And this server goes over to the woman and goes, ma'am, they say you have a spider on your back. The woman stands up, screams, is like flailing at her back. Her husband is is beating her back down. And then he stomps on it because it falls off and he stomps on it. The woman turns to us and says, why would you say something like that to me? And we were like, oh, well, we were trying to. We were trying to be nice. And then her husband said to me, you're just trying to stir up some drama. <gasps> but you said they killed the spider, right? Killed, yes, he knew he it was saw a real it. spider. It wasn't a joke. Right. And then we all laughed about it. I think I think it was her fear. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. her, her gut reaction was just not what I expected it to be. And then afterwards, she like leaned over and, and, and was like, thank you guys for whatever. And we were like, yeah. <laughs> Just trying to help. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. I tried dark chocolate hummus. And? Oh, no. No, 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 no. I, I like it. I think I tried it with the wrong thing. What? I tried it with pretzel rods. Okay. Yeah. I think I want to try it with fruit. Yeah. Um, it is good. I thought I ate it alongside with some other stuff. I don't mm. think that's the no. Answer. It's like a dessert. I think you eat it on its own. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can't have like chicken and chocolate hummus. That's exactly. <laughs> what I was eating. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you can't do that. Well, now I know. I should put a warning on it. Yeah, it's a dessert. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I'm gonna try it again with. Cut up apples or something. Yeah, or strawberries. Okay. You don't like strawberries? I find strawberries really inconsistent. I can, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I like strawberries, but okay. uh, not all of them, and it's just not worth it for me. Yeah. I'm sure apples would be fine. Yeah. Nice honey crisp. Yeah. That'll work out. Uh, tell me how excited you are about your $10K day. I'm really excited because I didn't even know this place existed. I feel that's what you said when you did the Maritimes. Well, I didn't know. Geography wasn't your big well, thing in, in high school, was it? <laughs> no. I didn't know. I mean, I know Canada exists. But, like, I didn't know that phrase, the Maritimes, sure. was all-encompassing of those areas. I, I agree. I didn't know that either. Okay. This place I did not know existed. Are you sure it's not a magical land in your imagination? I'm not sure. That's how crazy it is. How did you pick it? I Googled. Okay. Places I don't know? <laughs> no. Luxury. Yes. Vacation. Uh-huh. Spots. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> or top 10. Maybe I put a top 10 in there. Or all, oh, maybe I did all-inclusive luxury vacation spots. Okay. Yeah. And I started reading. And this came up and I was like, no way. And then I like specifically searched that place, this place. And uh, I was like, whoa. Well, tell me about it, stud. All right. I vacationed. My 10K day is in Titiarora. I had to phonetically spell it out too. It literally on my computer says tit dash t dash aurora. Spell it. T E T I thingy. No, what's a thingy? Don't point. Don't. She's she's drawing in the air. Like that's gonna help anybody else except me. I I, I don't know what that thing is called. Is it a a like an apostrophe? But it's not. Got it. Mm -hmm. Okay. T E T I apostrophe A R O A. A-R-O-A. Should I guess where it is? Sure. Is it in Polynesia? 
Y- yes. Okay. Uh, is it? Is it? Uh, does it belong to a country, or is it? It's not, it belongs to a country, clearly. So, well, not anymore. <laughs> oh, it's such a cool, okay. weird story. Tell okay, me about it. so it's a group of islands. It's northeast of Tahiti. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was bought in 1967 by Marlon Brando. What? <laughs> and in 1973, Seriously? it was officially renamed Marlon Brando Island. So it's not even called that anymore. But back in the day, it was a vacation spot for Tahitian royalty. On Marlon Brando Island? Yeah, so my uh, 10K day is on Marlon Brando <laughs> Island. That's amazing. Yeah. I've never heard of it's, that. Oh, you, we're, we're going to look at pictures later. You guys, if you're listening, should pull up your computers right now and start following along. So you have to go to Tahiti to get there. And then you hop on a private aircraft operated by the like the Marlon Brando people and you uh, take a 20 minute flight to this group of islands and it's 30 miles north of Tahiti it's an inner lagoon which is only 4.5 miles wide wait I have to think I have to think Uh about distance 4.5 miles okay got it Mm -hmm. and it's completely enclosed by 13 surrounding coral islands like coral inlets kind of thing the islets the lagoon yes okay so it's a lagoon Private lagoon. Yes, it is. And after he passed in 2004, so until 2004, they really, he used it as like this private vacation spot because when he was filming uh, Mutiny on the Bounty. Yes, that's a famous film. Are you being weird? (laughs) No, I'm not. It was just really funny because I saw you reading it off your screen as if you'd never, you've never seen this horse before. No. Okay. Never seen it. Uh, But I guess the leading lady, he fell in love with her. It was like his third wife or fourth wife. She was a native. And so he was like, I want a piece of this to stay with us. And he, he did a 99 year lease, but then they just bought it. Like, I guess it just turns into that. Bought you Largo. I know, right? (laughs) So it's such a cool place. Okay, so um, the uh, hotel or resort or whatever on this island is called the Brando. Come on. And a one-person villa is $3,185.18 a night for one person. Wait, wait. You mean a one-bedroom? A one per, It's one person. If it's one, it's because they have one person, two person, three person. It only has. Uh, so they do it by the number of people in the room, like a cruise ship. Yes. Yep. That. Because there's only there. It's only so big. Okay. Yeah. So they have. It's like super elite. So for two nights, it's six thousand three hundred seventy dollars and thirty six cents. However, it's mostly all inclusive, which means all of my meals are included in this price. Mm -hmm. Uh And with those meals, it includes uh, water, soft drinks, beer, wine, French champagne, and spirits. Um, They have premium ones for extra charge, but I don't need that. Um, It also, it's a 24-hour dining. Oh. Yep, and they have two different restaurants, plus your room, you can do room service. So it's all inclusive with that. Um, And then on top of that, for the one-bedroom villa, you get a 150-minute spa treatment per villa per day. <gasps> so technically, I'd get two, but really, we're just doing the one day. So I get one free spa treatment in that. That's um, awesome. Then you get kayaks, paddle boards, snorkeling gear, uh, bicycles. So everything's included with that mostly. Um, here's the coolest part. The resort is uh, 100% energy independent. So they have solar panels. Their generators are fueled by coconut oil. Isn't that cool? I mean, it is, but it's also like such a place that a Hollywood celebrity would create. Like this resort. And then they use deep seawater to cool the rooms in something called a SWAC. Seawater air conditioning. S-W-A-C. A A SWAC. I like the concept, but does it work as well as... Good old gas guzzling air conditioning. I don't know. But think about it. What if like the room, like almost when it's cooling, has a salt effect and now we have a salt room? (laughs) (laughs) That's the only way I want to do it is it becomes a salt room. Um, All the meals are Polynesian inspired dishes. 
Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's another restaurant. There's two restaurants. And then another one does a little bit of a fusion with a classic French cuisine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I stay there. I wake up in the morning. I get whatever breakfast I want. That's included. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to head on down to the spa for my for free 50-minute facial. And the name of this, again, I'd like to apologize in advance for butchering most of these Polynesian words. Uh, Al... Algointanese facial. (laughs) That's included. 50 minutes. Great. So after the facial, I can do anything I want. I can go snorkeling. I can go kayaking. Uh, They have scuba lessons. But all of this that you're talking about is included in the price. Biking. Yep. You better get that price tag up. Oh, wait. Okay. So I'm going to just do something fun. I'm going to do snorkeling, lay out by the pool, whatever. Uh Like just be awesome. After that, now I'm going to go pay for a spa treatment because so you took your free one. I took my free one in the morning, got uh-huh. my facial. Now I went and I did some things outside in the sun, and now I'm going to go and get an after sun care oil and massage. Ooh. So it's it's they use oils and massage techniques that help your body heal from the sun. Isn't that awesome? It is awesome. And it's two hundred and forty dollars and ninety seven cents. So, and all of these are in euro, but I did the math. I did the. You changed I, it to dollars. I didn't do the math. I Googled it. <laughs> um, okay. And the spa is called Varua, V A R U A, Varua. Mm-hmm. So, after my uh, after sun care treatment, they have actual shops and boutiques on this little lagoon that you can shop at. Are they in the hotel or are they, or is there like a main street? <sighs> I'm not sure about that. Okay. Yeah, I'd have to do some more research. Is it a Marlon Brando like prop? Is it like Planet Hollywood, <laughs> no. but all Marlon Brando no. things? I don't. That would be amazing, <laughs> but no. This one, again. Now I will say, I a lot of these like with the name of the islands. I went in and to Google and put like pronounce so and so, you know, so it could say it out loud. Well, the name of this boutique is called. Is it's spelled H I N E R A V A. Hinarava, maybe, but I went in to pronounce it and it kept changing the words to Minerva. <laughs> so I was like, okay, it doesn't know this word. So I think it's called Hinarava or something like that. And they are, uh, they harvest Tahitian pearls. <gasps> it's all jewelry, custom handmade from oh, the ocean. Come on. So every year they harvest these and only 1% of the harvest actually produces gem quality pearls. So these are like, Crazy expensive, elite, like amazing. Well, is that – I don't know why I'm asking you this. If you know the answer to this, I will be so impressed with you. But is that the normal ratio of pearls to oysters? You know what? It, I have no idea. <laughs> no clue. No idea whatsoever. Okay. I know nothing about pearls. Um, so I looked through their collection. They have rings, necklaces. I chose – a black pearl diamond earring. Ooh. And these are black diamonds. Uh, it says it also has a carat of 0.945. I'm not, I don't know. And it's set in an 18 carat gold and finished with perfectly matching Tahitian pearls, black pearls. And those are $2,400. For each or for the set? For the set of earrings. <laughs> Can you imagine? $2,400. But I got them. Black pearl you, earrings. You have, because all your food is free. Yeah, exactly. You might as well spend on the jewelry. Money. That's the, that's, you have to do that. Yeah. So after I got my earrings, um, I decided to go to what I'm really excited about. Back at the spa, they have something that's called Fair Manu. Mm-hmm. Mm, ba <laughs> I don't know. But it's translated bird's house. Okay. And what it is, it's a cocoon-like room that's oh. 20 feet in the air. Oh, in the the trees. Okay. And it has a panoramic view of the of the lagoon and the islands. And you can actually rent this little cocoon for up to three hours. Now I could only afford forty minutes. Because you spent so much Because I've spent so much money. So for forty minutes in this birdhouse, they have a steam bath, <gasps> a waterfall, a tea lounge, and as much as I did so much research, and I don't know what this is, but it says it includes a queen's sacred bath. I don't know what it is. I tried to research it. I think it's some sort of ritual 
that in, in Polynesian culture where they actually like prepare you for the day is what it sounded like to me. I, I could be wrong. I mean, I, I think my imagination would have gone there too, but if it's not that, then anybody from Polynesia that listens to this podcast is just going to be like, no, it's just an organic bath. Like, it's just organic products. I, I don't know. I mean, I think that's what it is. But a queen's a bath? queen's sacred bath. Oh, queen's sacred bath. Yeah. Are you I bathed, like, in coming to America? I don't know. I'm, But it... What it sounds like to me is that it's it's just this like meditative, relaxing area. So I don't know if there's someone up there that's just like wrapping you in warm towels. I don't know. But I don't care. I want to do it for 40 minutes. Well, is the cocoon um, room like – is is it enclosed? Can you ha- – you, I'm assuming you can see mm-hmm. 360 views. So yes. Is it glass or is it just open? No, it almost – on the uh, picture – it almost looked like it was like a woven basket, the outside of it. Like this, I don't know. You know what that makes me think of? I'm going to show you a picture later. I, I think that in, <clears throat> in reality, it's probably more romantic than what I'm thinking of in my head. But in my head, it's like uh, <laughs> what the spiders come out of in Harry Potter or in Charlotte's Web. Oh, no. It's beautiful. Okay. And they have beds and like, it's just, it's gorgeous. I'll show you a picture. All right. Yeah. Uh, There's a waterfall, a man-made waterfall in the cocoon. I don't know the answer to this. Well, the it tables just have turned. Water, it just says the waterfall. <laughs> I just read the amenities. Anyways, only forty minutes. Two hundred and eighty-seven dollars and forty-seven cents for the forty minutes. Yep, That's best the cheapest forty minutes one. of your life. Yeah, cheapest one you can get. All right, so after that, I'm gonna go take some uh, advantage of the other free things I get: Polynesian dance lessons. Oh. I would pay so much. I'm going to use my entire $10,000. I just changed it. Forget the location. I'm going to spend it all on a plane ticket to come see you Polynesian dance. Oh, I wonder if they have like a recital after. <laughs> you know, like show off your skills. And I'll the... be like the mom with the camera yeah. just filming you. I'd be so proud of you. Oh, yeah. So after dance lessons, then I'm going to go take Polynesian weaving lessons. Oh. Like basket weaving, I'm guessing. You're hoping. Yeah. You don't know what, what it is. What else would it be? A fabric? Like yeah. a like I'd be okay an indigenous with that too. pattern of some yeah. sort? A tapestry? Anyways, I'm going to learn some things. It's great. All right. So then. Are those included? Or are you paying those for Those are included. Okay. Those are included. So now I'm uh, ready to leave, but I'm going to tip everybody really well. And I'm going to tip $701.20 <laughs> in tips, which brings me to a grand total uh-huh. of 10 I can't believe you finished that with, and then I'm going to tip really well. I hit 10 grand on the nose. That's amazing. Um, When I was a kid, my parents put me in uh, Polynesian dance classes. They did? Well, you know, it was like so you offered, know what it, is. it was offered at the rec center, mm-hmm. you know, so it, it was just one of the forms of dance that you could take. I took ballet too. I took Polynesian dance and um, it is a beloved family story, unfortunately for me, of the Polynesian dance recital. <laughs> yeah. Where we did this thing, you know, you, uh, if you've ever seen them, they have those colored grass skirts. Yes. And in this particular, this particular costume, it went down to the ground. So, you know, like... Attached your waist with like a shell belt. Yeah. And then all the way to the ground. And there were these things you shake and then you put them down and then you do some more dancing and you pick the things back up and then you dance. Okay? When I picked them back up, I took half of my skirt <gasps> in my hand with me. I didn't reveal anything. Yeah. But apparently then I kept trying to do the dance and also figuring out Aww. how to drop the skirt. So- problem solving on stage since day one. Yeah. This girl. So... You know, and I, and in the video that my mother took on the camcorder is just her laughing. Oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> because, you know, nothing was wrong. I wasn't going to yeah. get hurt. It was just, I wasn't showing anything that I shouldn't have shown. But I was clearly just trying to do the best I could by staying in the choreography <laughs> and also so figuring cute. out how to drop the skirt. My mom's going to be really happy that I've now owned that story. Oh, yeah. You know. That's good. So you could teach me. I will be your teacher. You can Polynesian. pay me 700 Just tip me $700. That's awesome. Bucks. Man, that 
when I yelled 10, 10 grand. Are you I looking pro- at the like, garage band? I think I peeked out. So sorry, listeners, if your ears exploded. Well, the funny thing is at that Polynesian recital, I also peeked. So. <laughs> yeah, it's like top to bottom. I might have to compress that a lot. Oh, my gosh. That's a good day. Yeah. Marlon Brando Island? Yeah, man. It's a real place. Google it. I'm Googling it as soon as we're done. It's gorgeous. Marlon. And it's still called Marlon Brando Island yes. now? Yeah. How have I never heard of he this? He bought it. I don't know. Wow. That's great. I guess if you were going to go to an island named after a celebrity, Marlon Brando Island is pretty good. Mm-hmm. James Franco Island, not, oh. not, as, uh, not as put together. Yeah, that's true. It'd be a little more, you know. Um, oddly, yeah, I also went to a resort. You did. I know. All inclusive? Uh, no, okay. not all inclusive. But I- I've tried to do resorts before, and the hard part, especially if you go to an isolated place, is that then you're stuck there. It's mm-hmm. hard to spend the ten thousand. Well, for me, it was for yeah. you. You tipped everyone seven hundred dollars and bought earrings, so <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're fine. Um. But I think that oh, I think that you would never go on this vacation. Okay, I'm really excited about this about this one. But I am going to butcher words. So, um, <laughs> uh, I decided to go to the Ice Hotel in Sweden. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it's a hotel made out of ice. That's crazy. You look like you would never do that. I mean... Can I explain it to you first? Yeah. Okay. I won't judge until later. Okay. So this this resort, it's, it's literally called Ice Hotel Sweden, and there are some other ice hotels in the world, but this was the first one that ever existed. They build it every year because the ice melts. <laughs> so what they do is they commission artists. You can apply as an artist to be one of the people that design the the rooms. Each room is designed by a different artist. Okay. And they go in and they make ice rooms. There's lighting in these ice rooms. It's it's really beautiful. You should look on. I'll put some on the Instagram. Um, And you stay in the room. Now, there are also warm rooms at the hotel. And there are a couple ice rooms that operate year-round because they've, they've now become a destination. Uh, so they say that if you're going to stay there a few days, they recommend that you stay in the cold room either at the beginning or the end of your stay, and the rest of the time you just stay in the warm room. Okay. Like a regular hotel room. Which means that what I'm doing is, um, saying that I'll go to sleep in the warm room Mm -hmm. after having stayed in the cold room overnight. Okay, got it. Right, in the morning I'm waking up in the cold room. Yes. Uh, this means that the cold room itself is $1,279-ish a night, but the warm room is only 374 Oh, wow. I know. Okay. So it, it didn't really bump me up that much, but everything was in Swedish kroner. I had to do a currency converter. So I will be talking about U.S. prices, but everything is not in U.S. prices. So first of all, when you stay in the cold room, you sleep... On a bed made out of ice. (laughs) Okay. It's covered with reindeer hides. And you get a thermal sleeping bag. Okay. 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 Um, I chose the deluxe suite, which also has a warm area in a private room, in another room. Okay. The other cold rooms, the cheaper cold rooms don't. It's just the cold room. There's a heated relaxation area. You have places to store your stuff because the other cold rooms I think might share a bathroom. Oh. I know, not my thing. But this place has a heated bathroom. Um has a sa- its own sauna. Oh. Right. It's it's really nice. The room itself is kept from negative five to negative eight degrees Celsius, which is actually not that cold. It's seventeen point six to twenty three degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. So- Okay. It's not terrible. Right, right, right. It's not terrible. Okay. So you go to sleep, and in the morning, they wake you up. They come into your room. Because they want to make sure you're not dead. (laughs) (laughs) Your body probably goes into, like, a state of shock, and you go into, like, a a soft coma. A a soft coma? What is a soft coma? 
Like where you're like partially in a coma. Like twilight sleep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it's... Like hibernation. You're hibernating. I thought it was just because they didn't have plugs for chargers. Nope. Okay. So they wake you up from hibernation uh-huh. like, because you're now a bear. Basically. Sure. They come in, they wake you up, like they literally come up to your bed and go, uh, Miss Allison, are you alive? Are you <laughs> Please don't be dead. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Um, they come in with a cup of hot lingonberry juice. Aww. I know. They wake you up and then you're supposed to go to the sauna to warm up or whatever and then take a hot shower. Then you have breakfast. That's all included in the cold room okay. price. So then after that, I've woken up, I've had breakfast, and at 9 a.m., I'm going to have a private yoga session. Nice. Right. They have a yoga instructor that comes in twice a week to the resort. She charges a little less than $20 for a session, but I am going to pay her $100 because I just want it to be me and not at her normal time. Right. So let's just say that that's happening. So it's 9 a.m., you know, then you you finish, you've done your meditation, you take a shower, whatever. At 11 a.m., dog sled adventure. <gasps> oh, oh That's yeah. That's exciting. And you learn how to drive the dog sleds. Oh. Mm-hmm. And okay. you're like, mush, mush, and they take yeah. you around and you're on sleds with dogs. I'm really, really excited about that. That's uh, $492. Okay, so I'm doing okay. From here to the end, I kind of cheat... Because there's not actually enough time to do everything. Like there's a, I'm missing a couple hours of, okay. they overlap a little bit. It's it's a resort. And so it's scheduled like a cruise ship where certain, I, certain uh, what do you call them? Excursions are only like, they leave at 12, they leave at three. So it doesn't really work to do all right. of them in one day if you're going by their schedule, but we're just going to pretend. Yeah, because you have 10 grand. So at 3 p.m., I'm going to... One of their chef, they have a couple restaurants there. One of their chef's tables for lunch. It's five courses. Everything is served on ice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And it's, they serve stuff like salmon from Norway, filet of moose, filet of reindeer. Um, their dessert is chocolate and Arctic brambles. Sounds like thorns. Brambles. Chocolate and thorns. Yeah? Mm, I don't know. So I'm going to do that. That with the wine pairing is about with tip. And I don't know if they tip in Sweden. I don't remember. Oh, is that like, that's a cultural thing? Yes, because here our servers are not paid minimum wage. Oh. So we tip, but in other countries. They are. They are. Okay. And so it's not a, it's not as common. I'm just going to pretend we tip. So it's $238. For lunch. Okay. I mean, I'm trying to get up there. Yeah. I did not hit 10K, by the way. Okay. But, um, we normally don't. I come close, though. Yeah, Sometimes we come I come close. to like eight or nine. Uh, but this is not even close. Okay. So at 5 p.m., sauna ritual. Okay. I'm going to say, I don't know that I would actually do this, but okay. I also feel that if I went all the way to the ice hotel in Sweden, I would feel like I had to do it. Okay. It's $567. So there's a sauna. Mm-hmm. There's a heated outdoor bathtub. Oof. Yeah. I know. They give you a bath towel, a bathrobe, organic spa products, light finger food, and there's also a freezing river. Oh. This is a back and forth sauna experience. And it's supposed to be one of, I mean, it's one of the things that they do in Scandinavia. They think it's very healthy for you. So you go in the sauna. Well, that's like, remember the baths that we went to in New York? Oh, right. There they was had that the freezing, cold, They had the cold baths. The that plunge were like, pool. Mm-hmm. I did it. Did you do it? I stuck my foot in. I did it. Oof. Um, I was really nervous. What I get nervous about is if you go into water that cold, that your muscles would seize up and mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to come back out. Yeah. That's what makes me nervous about it. Yeah. Also that it's cold water. So you're supposed to go to the sauna or the heated hot tub, and then get out of it, roll in the snow, and plunge into the river, Mm -hmm. and then come back out, and then immediately go in the heat again. And it's supposed to, like... What are you wearing? Move your circulation around. Like a bathing suit? A bathing suit. Oh, I don't know. I know. It's crazy. 
I mean, it's not crazy. It's a cultural thing. But to me, I'm nervous about it. Yeah. But I think I'd, I think if you're at a resort like that, and that's one of the things they offer, you kind of have to try it, right? I agree. I agree with that. One of the things it says on the website, though, is <laughs> don't worry if the lake is frozen over, we will break the ice for you. I know. I'm telling you, it doesn't really sound that fun, and yet I feel compelled yeah. to put it in my 10K day and to experience it in Sweden. I mean, I think if I was there and watching it happen, I would I would take part. Right. It's not dangerous. Well, we don't know, but... They've been doing it for hundreds and hundreds of years. That's true. It's not like cliff diving. Yeah, that's true. Right? You're not... You don't have to be dexterous right. to do it. You just have to... Be brave. Be brave. (laughs) Be brave. Okay. After that, another hot shower. Probably some alcohol. Because it'll be freezing. And then another chef's table at the other restaurant, which is 12 courses. And including alcohol, it's $418. Wow. I know. That's so great. Um, and I just think that at that time, I'll just want to be like, give it to me. Yeah. So the reason that I went to the ice hotel is because I'm going to take a snowmobile safari at night. You drive your own snowmobile. You drive far away from the resort so that there's no more lights. So you can see the northern lights. Oh my God. I know. Magical. I've always wanted to see the northern lights. Like every two years or so, I really research somewhere to go and do it and this place is like the place to do it so if you do it by yourself it's not that much money it's 373 dollars i mean that is a lot of i don't know how do you know where to go do you have a tour guide guide. oh okay it's a tour it's 373 dollars as part of their nightly tour okay i'm guessing that i could do a private tour for a thousand dollars well, how many people did they let go on the tour? I don't know. Just depends, I guess. I, You know what? I have so much money left over. I could do $2,000. Okay. Whatever so regardless, I need to pay. you're going to go on a private. I want it to be private because um, I want to see the sh- I want to go to the chef's table before that, mm-hmm. and it overlaps time-wise. Got it. So I figured, well, if I say, can I have a guide and just go out. And what if the guide is hot? It's Vlad. <gasps> Vlad back. <laughs> Vlad works at the Ice Hotel now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's going to take me on the snowmobile. And their regular safari includes a dinner in a cabin along the way. So I'm just going to skip that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Vlad and I will be there under the stars oh. looking at the northern lights. I feel a song coming on. It's going to be real good. Yeah. Vlad. So we finish. Okay. I go at 11 p- I'm going to say I get back at 11 and I go to the bar attached to the hotel, which is the ice bar, mm. where everything is made out of ice, including okay. the shot glasses. <gasps> That's kind of cool. I know. So I'm guessing that three drinks-ish will run me about 50 bucks. Maybe, yeah. maybe 60, 75. Doesn't matter. I did not come in anywhere near 10K. And I also figured that there would be a guy there bragging about the great photos he took with his real camera because I only bring my iPhone everywhere. Uh-huh. And I could give him $500 to let me have his photos. That's amazing. Right? Yeah. Because he probably, I mean, his just looked better than mine. Yeah. Everyone's always looked better than mine. Yeah. Just as a rule. So uh, that's my day at I... the Ice Hotel in Sweden. And I just want to point out that I stayed in the nicest room. Mm-hmm. And I did all the excursions. And I did two chef's tastings. $5,000. Wow. I know. Yeah, it's like my Nova Scotia day. Yeah. You can't, yeah, some of these places are so affordable. Well, and there was nowhere else to go because yeah. it's it's isolated from cities so that you have the darkness to see the northern lights. Yeah. And so there's nowhere else to eat. You can't, there's no nightlife to go out to see. There's, right. all you can do is stay at the resort. And um, that's awesome. $5,000, you can do almost everything at the resort. I love that I went to like this tropical paradise and you went to like Antarctica. Do you know what I mean? Like just ice palace. Well, because it's the season for Northern Lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. And during the summer, you can go to this ice hotel and take a tour of everything melting. 
<gasps> I knew you'd love that. And you walk That's through cool. you walk through the melting rooms and it said that you walk around and you just hear it. And you can look around and all of these like statues and formations, they just drip and melt. So what do they do every year? Do they have to remake them? Yes. Every year the rooms are completely different because they're commissioned by artists or commissioned. And they just bring in blocks of ice and. Yeah. There's a river near the hotel that they get all of their ice from because it's completely clear. There's no um, impurities in it. Yeah. So they truck that all in huge blocks of ice. Yeah, it's like frozen. Because they have to make new shot glasses every day. So they do it there at that site. That's amazing. You can also take an an ice carving class. And I was sure I was going to cut a hand off. So I did not put that in my day. That's so cool. I'd be terrible at that. Wow. Yeah, ice hotel. I like that. I do like that. Do you think you would do it? I think I would. I would not take children. But I no, think no, no. because they would just complain the whole time. But I think that I would do it. I would need to be very prepared, like with my clothing. Well, and... they actually, um, they have stuff that they can loan you. Uh, I f- actually found a documentary, like a documentary on luxury hotels. Yeah. And they filmed them waking people up. And they are huddled in these sleeping bags, just huddled, 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 huddled. And they knock on the door with the warm lingonberry juice. They're like, hello. And these people are waking up pretty refreshed. They say that they slept really well. They do say that if you have to get up in the middle of the night to use the restroom, it's hard to get back to sleep. Yeah. So don't drink anything. Don't drink anything. Yeah. Or Don't go to the bar. I mean, urine is pretty warm. You are really going to regret saying that on this podcast. I'm just saying. No, you're, like, I'm just, I, under, I know what you're saying and you are saying a fact, but I'm, I promise you that when you listen back to this, to this file, you're going to say, why did I say that? <laughs> well, I edit it, so maybe I'll cut it out. No. I, look, I do nothing with the editing, but I really feel you should leave that in. Um, I'm teasing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, awesome. I loved Loved it. I really did. It's, it's unique, not, right? Yeah, it's so unique. We yeah. both had very unique trips this time. We did, and we both left the country. I know. And you went Was somewhere that the warmer. first time I left the No. No, you went to the Maritimes. Forget. <laughs> Never mind. Um, yeah, I've I've always wanted to go to the Ice Hotel. I didn't realize the stuff about them waking you up and that they changed yeah. every year and all that kind of stuff, but I do think it would be a great vacation. Heck Yeah. So, Ice Hotel Sweden. Yeah. Uh, let me uh, let me know what your charity is in Mon Marlin Brando Island. How did well, that go? It it was actually super easy. Really? There is a charity attached to oh. these islands and to Marlin Brando, <laughs> um, and it's a wonderful charity. And it's actually the um, the jewelry collection. Uh, launched a a separate collection that contributes all of the funds to this nonprofit organization. So as wait, well. the, the earrings you the bought? the earrings I bought go straight to one or one of the selections of I don't know if it was exactly that piece of jewelry, but there is a collection in their Hiniavara collection that all those funds go to the organization. Okay, so it's all kind of connected. Um, so it's a nonprofit organization called. Timana o Timoana. Moana. I love yes. that movie. Yes, it's yeah. And it's uh preservation of the marine environment uh through critical conservation efforts, scientific research, and educational programs for the local schools in Polynesia, the French Polynesia. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh they also help the turtle sanctuary there. Oh I know. And then it says they partner with the Brando, the resort, uh to also school the guests about how to keep this island uh, clean, uh, about earth sustainability, and how those charities all work together to benefit the communities and nature. I love that. I know, right? So it's all about clean living and preserving this beautiful place, which is what I think Marlon Brando was trying to do from the beginning. He saw this gorgeous area and wanted a piece of that, and now he's kept it alive all these years, and now people can, you know, pay, well, he, pay a he price He hasn't tag. kept it alive all these well, years. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. That's yeah. really beautiful. Yeah. I can't believe you lucked out into finding an <laughs> island that had its own charity. It literally was, like, right there on the website. I was like, <gasps> clicked on it and then it was a beautiful and they have a whole uh, video about the the turtle migration 
The little turtles. Can you go there for turtle migration? You know when people uh, like help them cross streets and stuff? I don't know. I, I mean they have a whole turtle sanctuary. So I'm sure that there's some sort of – I'll have to do a little more, more – I'll have to do a little bit more research on that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I found a really cool – No pun intended. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> How long have you been holding on to that? No, I, that just came to me. <laughs> you know what? Quick. You're a comedy master. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found a really interesting <laughs> – uh, no, it is really cool. I found I actually found a pair of women who right now the article was two days old, who are doing a charity run from a city in Norway that finishes at the ice hotel. <gasps> I know how cool is that, and they have like almost what a GoFundMe page would be, so you can donate to them. And what's happening is that there is a company that runs. There's a company that organizes dog sledding charity runs just like people in the states would do a 5k or a marathon yeah. or something and raise money so it's a four or five five or six day um race and that's it's not a race it's just let's do it you erect tents you cook for yourselves you camp i clearly will never do this mm-hmm. but i think it's great you sled 250 kilometers from norway to the ice hotel you're also responsible for looking after your team of huskies oh yeah, and it it can get up to negative 20 degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. I forgot to do the conversion on that, but we know it's cold. Yes. Okay. So these two women work at uh, an animal clinic in England, and they decided to do this. They They funded themselves as far as the entrance fee, getting the equipment. One of them even got a personal trainer oh. to prep for it. Yeah. But all the money that's being donated they will donate to the clinic that they work at okay which i love That's lovely and they made sure they even said on their on their uh web like we made sure that this dog sled thing was good for dogs like mm-hmm. they're not abusing them and we're gonna do it i think it's <laughs> i think it's amazing uh they have a goal of two thousand pounds so far they've raised 110 but they just what's put the it name of the of their gofundme well, it's not actually GoFundMe, but oh, okay. what you can do is you can go to www.oaktreeanimals.org.uk okay. and then click on Fundraisers blog, and then there's a link to where, they, okay. where they're doing it. And you can donate directly yeah. to them, and then all of that money will go to their clinic. But it was such a – I was like, oh, I'm not going to find anything because it's a luxury resort in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And they didn't have a charity like yours did, just on the web page. <laughs> and I can't believe I found this. It's, and their names are Sarah Batty and Caroline Johnson, just two friends who work together. And they're going to do this epic – I mean, it sounds really difficult Yeah. to be camping the whole time, sledding. I mean, it would be hard if it was warm to do that kind of thing. It's athletic the whole time because yeah. mm, do you stand the whole time that you dog sled? Uh, I know at least one person does. Who's he? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, like if there's two people on the sled. Oh, I thought you someone... were like Bob does, but <laughs> no one else does. No, I mean, like at least one person is always standing. Oh, really? Yes. And the other person sits. I don't know if they sit or if they stand, but I I know every time I've seen it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen them. No, so have Not I, but I can't. Life, but. You know, yeah, because, I haven't yet taken the class at the resort, so I can't tell you. Because if you think about the sled, the dog, like you have to be in control of those dogs. So I don't right. think you could do that sitting down. So you, we're guessing, having done no prior research, <laughs> we're guessing that the stander is the driver. Yeah. And then the other person is just a spare for when the driver gets tired? Or do you think they're also working? Maybe they steer? Well, no, because that means you couldn't do it by yourself ever. That's true. So maybe they just take turns. Yeah. That's hard. It's still hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And taking care of all those dogs at night. In the snow. In the snow, yeah. Uh, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. No, not terrible. It's great. No, that's going to be awesome. Um, I have a correction from last time. Oh, okay. I said that my friend Bert sent me money for... To get a drink at the Edison in San Antonio. Uh-huh. It's actually the Esquire. The Esquire. 
Um, that's been bothering me for a while, so I just needed to say it out No, loud. I think that that's, that's good. I mean, you just went off memory. Yeah. Do you have any corrections? No. Because I have notes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know I didn't get any notes last week, so. I guess we're Our doing producer fine. must be happy. Yeah. Vlad texted me, though. Oh. He was upset he wasn't mentioned. Well, don't worry. He's mentioned this week. <laughs> We love him. All right, what's your happy? Oh, my. You go first. Okay. I get nervous <laughs> with happies. Why do you get nervous? Because I overanalyze what I'm happy about. Like. What do you mean? Because you gave me rules. Oh, no, but I, did, I, I said that they were, I, I did give you rules. You were like, simpler is better. So I was like, what's the most simple thing that I'm happy for? Oh. I always try to think of something super simple. Um. Okay, well, my happy is that I got a text today from a friend who I set up with. Mm-hmm. I set mm, – my grammar is terrible. I have two friends, one from college, one from work. And uh, I, I went to a party. I took a picture with this girl and I put on Facebook. And my friend from college Facebook messengered me and said, who are you in this picture with? She's beautiful. I know. And I said, oh, it's my friend, and you guys actually really should meet. She had gotten out of a relationship, and she was looking for, you know, maybe the next step. And I said, you guys really should meet. They're both like, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. Nine years later, they're still together, and she texts me every year on the anniversary that they met. That's amazing. Isn't that great? So I got the text today, and we all, um, she was really nervous to meet him. So I was working at Finding Nemo at the time, and a bunch of the cast said, well, we'll go – a bunch of the girls said, we'll go with you, because <laughs> that's not intimidating for <laughs> for the guy. And I told each one that the other one didn't know it was a setup. Okay. Because that's yeah. 101. Duh. Right? You always tell them the other person doesn't know, yeah. so they have an out. Right. So we all went, and we all said as a group – Everyone has to dress up just enough where it looks like she has cool friends, but not enough where anyone is more attractive than Gina. Oh, nice. Right? Look at you. Yeah. So people came like with their show makeup on, but maybe in a t-shirt or mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And we all went together and they, it was nine years ago and they're still together. That's they're amazing. gorgeous. That's so great. I know. So I got, I got her text. I won't read it because it's personal, but uh, that's definitely my happy for the day. Nice. I think my happy, because I... Started thinking while you were talking. Not that I wasn't paying attention, but (laughs) I was thinking about what, you know, put me in like a good space this week. Um, And I think it was on my gig to Naples. I had to stay overnight and they put me in this lovely room by myself. And I got to sleep alone. That's great. Yeah. No three-year-old's feet in my face. Mm -hmm. You know, no big husband elbow in mm-hmm. my back like it was just really nice to have a bed to myself and you can have the lights on if you want them yeah, or off if I could you do want whatever them. I wanted I shut the door and I was like oh this is awesome yeah, yeah that was nice that was that's a happy. real good happy yeah I like that a lot um we've reached the end of the podcast this oh Allie what milestone Ooh. this is our fifth episode you know what that means we're not quitters we are not quitters, and neither are you for listening. High five through the airwaves. <laughs> and we wouldn't have blamed you if you quit halfway through that. Uh, <laughs> you can always email us <laughs> somewhere around Marlon Brando conversation. Um, you can always email us at 10kdollarday at gmail.com. We are on Instagram. We put pictures of everything we've talked about. There, we're kind of sort of on Twitter. I'm going to get better at it. but uh, And I'm going to start a Facebook page. You are? Yep. Oh, Maybe we should have talked about this before. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought about it today. Okay. Because I want to be able to tag us. Okay. Ourselves. Great. Yeah. We also have a Facebook page. And by the time this airs, it'll be live. Absolutely. Okay, great. And we'd love to hear anything that you have to say. And um, we have a challenge for you this week. We want to know, we've picked an extremely warm climate and an extremely cold climate. Um, for our 10k dollar days this time so if anybody has been to an extreme weather location we want to hear from you we want to know what it is email us um just tell us about it in your own words because we would love to know what it is and we'll even read it on the air yeah we're gonna share it next time yeah 
So everyone, you know what they say, with friends like us, who needs amenities?